Welcome to From the Valley Podcast. We're still at Vicky Park. It's episode 37 of the podcast today. It's a Friday the 5th of April 2019. Um, I just thought I'd get an interesting young lady on the podcast today who works at, uh, at the Victoria Park Golf Complex. Her name's Lois Penny. Welcome along, Lois. Hi, Tim. Thanks for having me. No worries. Thank you. And um, I guess just a bit of background about what we usually do, Lois, at the start of the podcast. We just sort of get a bit of uh, feedback from where you sort of come from and that. So whereabouts were you born? I was actually born in the UK. Um, just part of the UK? Of, oh, sorry, just north of London in Stevenage. So my dad was on the RAF base there. Okay. Yeah. And uh, how old were you when you moved to Australia? Um, just about two years old. So, so not, have you been back there much since? Uh, yeah, a couple of times. I first went back when I was 21 and now I try to go back every two years. Um, it's not quite as often as that, but yeah, not... Do you have much in the way of family back back uh, back in the UK? Yeah, all my family is back there actually. So just here is my mum, my dad, my sister and myself um, and my grandmother. Um, the rest of my family, aunts, uncles, cousins, all back over there. So Excellent. So um, do you like, uh, and you've always been in Brisbane or have you lived in other parts of Australia as well? I grew up on the Sunshine Coast. So okay. my family settled there when they moved here. Um, my most of my early life was there and I didn't move to Brisbane until I was about 14 years old um, and then I finished my high school studies there and, and I've been here ever since I love it yeah great place Brisbane um, <coughs> good place to sort of live isn't it very livable city um, would you consider Brisbane to be a world city definitely I love Brisbane I'm a huge advocate for this city um, I've been to most of the capital cities in Australia and um, I think there's no place like Brisbane. You know, Sydney's just really busy, um, really business-like. I mean, Melbourne's got that cultural aspect, but the weather's not great. Brisbane has everything. So. Definitely, uh, Brisbane is a great place. Um, obviously, very hot in summer. Do you, how do you find the summers here? Love it. Definitely a summer kid. I can't imagine my life living in the UK if my parents hadn't moved here. Um, I think I was always born to live here, apart from you know being British pale. Yeah, and that's yeah. Obviously, uh, a lot of us, a lot of us from uh, UK British origins do have very pale skin. So you're not the only one in the world uh, with pale skin. Um, so tell me, what sort of uh, things did you get into as a as a kid? Did you play any sport? What were your sort of interests growing up? Uh, not really. I was a bit more of a um, you know Stedford kind of person, dancing, drama, that kind of thing. Um, but living at the coast, you know, everyone does nippers. So I did a bit of nippers. Um, out in the ocean there, swimming um, is a big thing for us, going down to the beach on the weekends. Um, it's obviously a very relaxed lifestyle there and, and things were different back then, you know, my parents didn't even really mind. I was just off and running, playing in the streets, that kind of thing. So with the um, whereabouts in the Sunshine Coast were you mainly sort of living, uh, what sort of area? Yeah, I grew up in Bly Bly, so I don't know uh, if you Bly know, Bly, Bly, Bly Castle. Further past Nambour, isn't it? Or? It's um, closer to the beach than Nambour, so yep, Nambour's definitely. a bit further inland, near um, Majimba. Yep, I know where Majimba is, we've got the Apex Camp uh, at Majimba, I'm not sure, do you know the camp there at all, you know, Camp Majimba? No, never heard of it. Okay, there you go. <laughs> um, so yeah, I remember also as a kid, uh, when I was in Tasmania, um, there was a beach there called Clifton Beach, and for maybe about 12 months or so I was... Um, um, part of the surf life saving club or doing the little nippers or whatever they used to call it back then. In Tasmania it would have been freezing. It was absolutely freezing cold. You had to wear wetsuits that were bloody like an inch thick. <laughs> it was very, very cold. Um, have you been to Tasmania yourself? 
I haven't. No, one of the capital cities I haven't been to, one of the cities. Definitely. Uh, I know you don't like the cold weather, but it is still a nice place to visit. Beautiful food in particular. Um, what about New Zealand? Have you been to New Zealand? I haven't been there either. So two places definitely you need to probably add to your to-do list at some point. They are very great places. Um, so little nippers, uh, any other sports that you get, get into at all? No, not even as an adult. I, I like the social aspect of sport, which I think is aligned with my job here, you know, events, like going to sport games, but don't really follow any teams as such. Just definitely more part of the social aspect. And um, so what was your aspiration, I guess, growing up as far as what, you, what did you want to do as a career? Was there anything in particular that you sort of wanted to get into when you were sort of a teenager? Yeah, when I was a teenager, I wanted to be a lawyer, actually. So I've chosen a very, very different career path to that. Um, in the end, I just didn't get into the university that I really wanted to get into. And so um, I didn't go at all. I just started in the working world, doing admin jobs, just trying a little bit of everything, seeing what I liked, and just fell into events. Events kind of was a natural progression for me. Um, and I've never looked back. I love it. So starting off in administration, that type of thing, um, you have to have very good sort of, I guess, organisational skills and know how to sort of set your time and agendas and try to get tasks done at a sort of, in a, in a timely manner. Um, were you always sort of, you, you consider yourself a person that's always in control, very really organised with your life and your and your, um, the way you time things? Absolutely. And I've always been a planner, so I think that really lends itself to events, you know. Plan my life out. Always busy on the weekends, always busy at night, you know. Not really one to go home and sit on the couch and watch TV. That's never been me. Um, and so, yeah, I think events was definitely a very natural thing for me. Um, one minute I was, you know, administering an office and the next I was planning an event. So I think it just kind of happens. Yeah, so Vic, tell, tell me how you got your sort of start um, here at Victoria Park Golfing Complex because um, it's a it's a lovely venue here. There's, there's so many different facilities. You've got the um, the you've got the putt putt golf, which is probably the, one of the best putt putt golfs in southeast Queensland. Uh, you've got a very good driving range, and then you've got some fantastic uh, social areas. Uh, so bars, uh, cafe sort of area, and function areas. Um, so how did you first, I guess, get involved in this uh, place here, and, and what sort of drew you to, to it, and how have you found the experience? Um, so I was in my previous job working as a conference and events manager. It's very educational, very boring, and I interviewed here for a senior event planner role, um, and luckily they took me on board and I've and that was in August 2015 so I've been here for quite some time now almost four years yep. um, and I did start as a senior event planner so Victoria Park has eight function spaces and does over you know 1200 events a year so it's extremely busy so and it's such a that's a lot of events when you think about it. 1200 events per year we're talking four a day on average every day of the week um, that's a lot of events these obviously great people like yourself to make sure they run you know very very well um that's that's a lot why do you think this is such a popular venue for events what 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 are the thing, the features of this uh venue that really hooks a lot of uh, great events here and weddings too 
I mean, the quality of the product that we have here is second to none. I really believe in, in what Victoria Park does and that makes it easy for me to sell. But um, aside from that, we have city views from every single one of our event spaces. We have complimentary parking on site. All of our formal spaces have private bars, private terraces, so they're really well appointed, really beautiful, easy to have an event in. Um, and once people come, they keep coming back because they know what they're going to get and it's always really good here. It's definitely great, uh, great views of the city. I mean, I love how you can't get a golf course that's this close to the valley, this close to the city. Um, you know, you have to go back another seven or eight, nine, ten kilometres to go to a, another golf course that, you know, that, uh, and obviously because of this golf course here and that, that golfing sort of um, thing happening with the driving range, as I said, the putt-putt golf course, the, the 18-hole golf course, um, it really makes that function thing stick out, doesn't it? Absolutely, and we get so many corporate groups through that you know are able to use the putt-putt as team building. Um, so team building is something that we really we do a lot of here. Um, but you, you can also be in one of the function rooms and not even realise you're at a golf course. So there are so many different ways in which you can experience Victoria Park and, and have a different experience every time as well. Yeah, so um, it's, it's and, and uh, they obviously run really good events here. They've got really good feedback. Um, I think four, four to five stars on Google and and uh, Facebook. Um, so, it, what, what are some of the more, um, I guess, marquee events that come to mind? You've been here the last four years. Some of the events that sort of stick out that you you said, look, you're so glad Victoria Park hosted this event. Yeah, recently we've um, signed on Business Chicks as one of our clients, so that's um, really good for us. They have a really um, national kind of presence. Um, but some of the more exciting events that I've ever done, I did, we did a book launch for Colours and Patty. It was one of the first things I did when I signed on here, and, and that was really exciting for me. Um, last year we did for the first time the Legends Lunch, um, which was a fantastic event, and, and they're coming back again this year. So, so Legends Lunch, who, does that, who did that involve? Um, so it's soccer-focused, and obviously last year was the World Cup. Yep. Um, this year, um, it's taking on more of a ladies-in-sport focus, so um, that would be really good as well. Victoria Park um, has a, a great focus on, on ladies. Lots of the management team are women, so that's fantastic. That is fantastic, to be honest, mm. yeah. Yeah, I think it's even um, a higher percentage of women in management than men here, and the that's, owners that's really good. as well, so yeah. Yeah, so um, how many employees would work uh, in amongst the, all the facilities here in the function areas and, and in the, uh, I guess, in the golf shop? Um, including casuals, there's about 150 staff here. That's a lot of staff, isn't it? 150? Yeah, heaps of staff. The Christmas party is lots of fun, as you can imagine. Well, it'll be 300 people in there if everyone brings along a plus one. No plus ones. It's all just oh, the yeah. staff. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we're all friends here, so we don't need to bring anyone else along. <laughs> That's fair enough. But it's a great space. How long was it? When was when was this place first constructed? Do you know? Can you remember? You're really testing my knowledge. So um, the main function centre is the original clubhouse here. So that has been here for a very long time, since the 60s, maybe even longer. Yep. Um, but this uh, Victoria Park, as you know, it has been in business for I think about. 15 years, maybe a little bit longer, and that's their current owners, um, you know, it, it was their idea and their baby, and, and they started it all. Okay, and with the ownership, you said the, the current owners, it means there's some sort of uh, conception out there that this is sort of 
um, there's some government involvement in the ownership here as well? Or? Uh, the course itself is uh, yeah. Brisbane City Council and, yeah. and the land here, yeah. um, but the buildings and the function centre and the bistro are all privately run. Yes, so, yeah. um, I, you know, yeah. council have a commitment to green space in the city and, and yeah. Victoria Park really contributes to that. So. Yeah, okay, that's really good. Yeah, so um, great place to, to have events here, that is for sure. Um, tell us a bit about your educational background because I had a conversation with you once um, you'd sort of done a bit of extra study uh, and then you ended up getting an MBA yeah so um, you know doing events and I've done it for about eight years now question I got asked a lot was you know did you do that management degree and I hadn't um, but I thought about it a lot and when it came down to it I didn't really want to pigeonhole myself you know, I love events but um, I wanted to do something a bit more general and events isn't just events there are so many more aspects to that um, that lend itself to management and business so I decided instead to do the MBA um, Griffith have a fantastic um, direct entry program so you don't need to do an undergrad to do their MBA um, and I did the online full-time intensive course while working here and that was huge challenge it takes two years and I was here every night till 11 o'clock at night after work um, but I think it's really worth it and I think it's going to pay off in the long run I learned a lot it really changes your mindset the MBA program so. yeah that's it's, uh, well congratulations on that achievement um, and, and uh, obviously this is such a <coughs> definitely um, I do like playing golf here we played nine before nine and this is the second time we've done that uh, in, in the last month uh, it's quite enjoyable it's quite very quick to get around the the course, especially if you're just playing nine holes in an hour and a half, um, it's just a great facility, it really is. Um, what, what it, I suppose, do you have time for anything else, any other hobbies uh, at the moment, do you enjoy watching any sport, playing any sport, anything like that, currently? Um, I actually don't have a lot of free time um, as part of my role here, you know, I attend two, three networking events a week. Um, and I really try to make that a focus for me. You know, part of working events is also attending other events, seeing what else is out there in the industry, attending other venues, seeing what they do, what you can improve on, and just trying to be better all the time. Um, and another huge part of in your sales is networking, making sure you meet new people, um, making sure they know about Victoria Park and, and you know what's on offer here, and, and just being present in the industry. Really, I think um, it's really important, and it really does a lot for us here. Raises the profile of the venue. Yes, and uh, where before I first met you was obviously the Valley Chamber of Commerce. So I've seen you at least at a few, three or four different events over the last twelve months. That's how we got talking a couple of times. Uh, how do you find the Valley Chamber of Commerce? Do you find you've met quite quite a few people through that particular uh, avenue of networking? Yeah, absolutely. I think um, definitely when I first started going to those, I found them quite intimidating. Um, it's the kind of group where everyone does know everyone. So if you don't know anyone, you do feel a little bit on the outer. But it doesn't really take long to get to know the people in the group. And then once you do, you know, you're part of that kind of that group and, and you know those people and... I actually think it's a really great place to meet people um, and m most of that and part of that is because of you can spot the new people straight away which means you can make those new connections straight away. Yeah, on the badge they've got a little red star haven't they? Yeah. And uh, the new members. Um, but yeah, definitely the, the Valley Chamber of Commerce, well over, it's been over two years since I started going to their stuff, I really enjoy it and decided to obviously up the membership so I go to it forces me to go to every event 
Absolutely. Guess, um, for the year. Uh, there is a lunch coming up on Monday, which is going to be quite good. With the, uh, the Prime Minister Scott Morrison at Cloudland. That's going to be really good. Um, but yeah, it's the social aspect. And you, met, you think you met some friends also at, the, the, at through networking, like the Valley Chamber as well. Yeah, definitely. And um, you know, when I move on from Victoria Park, I think those are connections I'll keep with me. And I, even if I'm not in the Valley anymore, I still think I'd probably go to those events. Find it really valuable. So yeah, definitely. What other networking do you do besides the Valley? Anything of note? Anything in particular? Yeah, I mean, um, one that we go to often here and we're aligned with is Venue Management Association, so that's quite a good one in a, in a different area of events. Uh, Brisbane Event Professionals is a fantastic one. It's really easy to get involved with um, Facebook group and, and you have to be invited, but if you know someone that's in it, they run free events periodically throughout the year. Um, I also go to industry ones, Black and White Cabs do some great ones. Um, I'm just trying to think what else we go to regularly. That's still quite a bit. That's, yeah. 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 It'll keep you busy. Definitely busy. And what, what, I guess, um, where do you sort of see the future of your career going? I mean, obviously, are you going to stay in, in event management uh, or are you going to branch out into something else different o- over the course of time? What are your sort of career goals? Yeah, the next step for me, I'm actually taking a sideways step soon over the next few weeks. I'm going to work for an event management software company. Called, a software company, okay. Yeah, Ungerbox. So still in events, but um, more of the technology side. So what is it called? Hungerbox? Ungerbox. Ungerbox. It's a German word. <laughs> What's the first letter? Is it H-U-Hung? It's U. Okay. Yeah. Ungerbox. <laughs> and it's German. Okay. I've never heard of that one. Um, anything you can share, to it, share with, with us about that particular business? Or? Yeah, um, the head office is based in America, so they're a global organisation, um, and they have offices, you know, sort of Germany, France, London, Hong Kong. Um, so they quite well, well Yeah, yeah, 300 staff globally, so not huge, but still, um, you know, expanding. Um, and we actually at Victoria Park use Ungerbox, so um, the ven- event management software itself is fantastic. A lot of venues around Brisbane know it and would be familiar with it and use it. Um, so it's really um, more of a sideways step for me more than anything else. I'm interested to see where it goes. Yeah. No, I think, I think uh, sometimes you need to challenge yourself. You need to sort of push other boundaries. So I hope that's what, what uh, you can achieve out of you know, that, any sort of change like that. Yeah, well, let me stay in the events industry and stay you know, yeah. close by and, and still network with the people that I know and, mm. and have really come to like over the years. And Yeah. So, uh, do you have sort of um, do you do do you any, is there any particular charities or non-profit organisations that uh, that you like supporting or anything like that? Um, so here at Victoria Park, we do align ourselves with Wesley Mission Queensland. Okay, we a very good group to align with. I mean, Apex has actually aligned with Wesley Mission in the past as well. So yeah, great. I think the great thing about them is that they support multiple um, yes. you know charities in multiple different aspects of of life so you can really um, have a conversation with them about where you would like you know your support to go and if there's a particular cause that is meaningful to you um, you can definitely channel funds in that direction Um, otherwise you can just say that you don't mind and then they'll they'll give it to the people that need it most so yeah I really like that and I really support that yeah where's the mission certainly worth supporting Um, what about 
does anyone any sort of any run any trivia nights at, at this venue? Do they, they do trivia events? Definitely. Um, Bistro has trivia every single Thursday. It's extremely difficult. <laughs> I've done it a few it's nights. It's a difficult trivia. Definitely tri- difficult. We've got some diehard groups that come every week and they really know their stuff. Um, I've tried it many a time and I just walk away going, wow, I really don't know anything. So. <laughs> yeah, I actually, uh, first time that we've sort of, our club at, at, a, at a school, we got, we got to sort of hire at a school just on the weekend. We had a we try to run a big trivia night raising some funds for Prostate Cancer Foundation. Um, we had about 70 people. It was um, quite a good night. Um, I was sort of I was in charge of doing all the questions, so I didn't actually participate. I was there flickering the PowerPoint presentation and getting music sort of in and out between questions. Um, but they fun nights. I love the trivia. People have a good time. You know, you enjoy it's a really good social occasion. It's good to, that uh, Victoria Park does does that sort of thing here as well as a regular. So it's a regular sort of thing they do. Yeah, the bistro also has you know on weekends they've got free playgrounds. They do a free jumping castle for the kids, giant yeah. games. So it's packed on the weekends usually, but in a good way. Yep. Um, and they do activities for events, you know, things like Mother's Day. There'll be um, some things going on up at the bistro as well as in the function rooms. You buy tickets to a beautiful brunch or a breakfast. Um, they do things for Father's Day as well. Melbourne Cup, we have a fantastic ticketed event for Melbourne Cup. And um, just in the past two years, we've done a New Year's Eve event as well, which has been really successful. Well, New Year's Eve, you at least get a good view of the city. They um, put on their own fireworks, so you don't have to be in the city. Yeah, so the fireworks here, did you say? Or? Yeah, here, right off the range. So, how many how many people at the last um, New Year's Eve function then would you have had a year? Um, it's about 500, 550. Yeah. And um, there was such high demand for it that yeah. we we're actually probably going to run a second one this year in two different spaces. So, trying to cater for two different markets. Um, more of a, you know, maybe a sit-down dinner and, and a cocktail party as well certainly worth considering if you're wanting to go to a, a great sort of New Year's Eve party and uh, you know sort of a little bit away from the city with a, with a nice city view uh, it's not very far you can still walk you can still walk uh, around the place uh, this is certainly a great venue for that yeah definitely um, so yeah no uh, uh, anything else you want to sort of add at all Lois any anything you wanted to sort of tell us or Come visit Victoria Park. I'm always really amazed when I take people to see the venue how many locals haven't ever been here. Um, you know, or they'll say, you know, I've just been for Pup Part or I've just been for the Bistro, and um, there are so many things on offer here. So I really think people should come and try and experience all of it at least once. Yeah, I mean, I've been to a few functions here. They're certainly well ran, different finance, um, industry type uh, events. I remember our friend. Uh, Simon Presley, um, who was actually, his podcast is the most listened to uh, from the Valley podcast, over 70 listens for, for Simon Presley. Propertyology, I think two years ago, my ran an event here, I don't know if you remember it, um, they had quite a good following, I was hoping they should do another one, you know, I told him he needed to get here again, do it again, it was, it was quite fun, I've got probably him coming back on the podcast sometime later in the month, so. Fantastic. Um, but uh, yeah, some, there's some uh, some great events like that that certainly come to mind. Um, yeah, no, I 
think that's about that's about uh, nearly a wrap. I might uh, go back and do some work. I think, but uh, <laughs> it's a Friday podcast day the way I see it at the moment. Uh, thank you very much for your time this morning, Lois. My pleasure. Um, it's been a nice, short, sharp sort of uh, podcast, and uh, I guess the, the to finish up, you can hear a bit of music in the background. So you can see it sort of. This podcast has been done in the open air of uh, Victoria Park Golfing Complex here in the sort of terrace courtyard area. Uh, Nine Before Nine has been played, and uh, thank you very much uh, for uh, helping us with the podcast today, Lois. Oh, thank you.